everybody. Welcome to Offbeat Wall Street. Every week, we take a winding tour through the world of finance. This week, we wander the world's beaches seeking enlightenment. We'll trek from Latigo Beach to Baja, from Sumatra to Fiji, and finally, we make our way to the Bell's Beach 50-year storm that is the Federal Reserve. Interest rate hikes are on their way. This has become increasingly clear over the past few weeks. This caused some panic, but investors are trying to find some peace among the waves. So I guess you could call it the uh, Point Break Bodie Nose Edition of Offbeat Wall Street. Here it's not about material gains. We're in the market for uh, spiritual awakening. This was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Traders managed to shrug off concerns about higher interest rates last week. After hitting monthly lows for the week before, the Nasdaq and S&P rose to monthly highs. This even despite mounting signs that the Fed is likely to increase rates in the near future. Those rate hikes could start as early as June 15th. And that's when the Fed's rate-setting committee is set to make its next policy announcement. Jitters about the rate hikes dragged stocks down early this month, but traders managed to find their zen last week. They sent the Nasdaq up 3.4% on the week, while the Dow and S&P each posted gains of more than 2%. Investors tackled their fears just like Bodhi teaches. Fear causes hesitation. Hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. All right, let's take a quick look at some of the big themes from last week, as well as some of the big things to keep an eye on this week. All right, Fed Chair Janet Yellen played into the building consensus that higher interest rates are on the way. On Friday, she just about told Wall Street that the Fed is looking to raise rates in the near future. Yellen said she expects the economy to continue to improve and strongly suggested that she was leaning towards raising rates soon. Specifically, she said that a rate increase would likely be appropriate, quote, probably in the coming months, unquote. Meanwhile, Greece can't seem to help getting itself helped out. Despite its best efforts over the past several years, the Eurozone's weakest link can't seem to get itself into default. The latest brush with disaster took place last week when a last-minute deal again provided Greece with bailout funds. A quote-unquote major breakthrough in talks between Eurozone finance ministers and Greece saved the country again. The latest deal unlocks 10.3 billion euro in new bailout loans. A compromise has also been reached on further debt relief that would allow the International Monetary Fund to participate in the third rescue program. Elsewhere, there were some positive signs for the housing industry last week. A government report showed a sharp jump in new home sales in the month of April. The Commerce Department said new home sales surged 16.6% to an annual rate of 619,000 homes. Economists had expected a rise in the low single-digit range. Economists expected new home sales to climb 2.3% to a rate of 523,000 from the 511,000 that was originally reported for the previous month. With that bigger-than-expected increase, new home sales reached their highest level since January of 2008. Next week's going to be a big one in terms of economic news, and this will play into the jitters surrounding the Fed. The big news is going to be Friday's employment report, and this will give a look at how many jobs the economy added in May and where the unemployment rate is sitting. Last month, employment rose much less than expected. The economy added 160,000 jobs in April, significantly less, by the way, than the 200,000 that economists had projected. The unemployment rate had held steady at 5%, and economists had expected a slight dip to 4.9%. A lower-than-expected result for May may not be taken badly by the market, though. If investors believe a bad number will delay the Fed's rate hike, they may cheer for a stinker. And all this does is up the stakes of the game. Right, and ahead of this, payroll processor ADP will release its figures on private sector employment. That report is due out Wednesday. It's considered to be a good preview of the government's report, although ADP only covers the private sector. 
Friday's jobs report will include figures on government jobs as well. Also on tap, personal income and spending numbers, updates on the health of the manufacturing and services sectors, and a look at consumer confidence. And we'll hear directly from the Fed as well. The central bank is set to release its so-called beige book. With that report, the number crunchers set aside their numbers and take a qualitative look at the economy. Basically, they explain how things are going in each of the Fed's districts. It's a good look at the economic picture heading into the mid-month Fed meeting. All right, now it's time for some quick hits. Here's some stories that uh, may have slipped by you from last week. Donald Trump said that uh, he would debate Bernie Sanders for $10 million in order to raise money for women's health issues. However, a few days later, Trump said, uh, no, it wouldn't have been appropriate for him to debate Sanders. And if that debate would have taken place, there's only one way to describe it. It would have been huge. President Obama has decided on a house after he moves out of the White House, and he is going to settle for a, a, a modest home. Only nine bedrooms and a little bit of extra living space for the Secret Service. And the house is valued at around $6 million, and the rent, only 22000 a month. All right, those of you that are fans of footwears may be amused to know that uh, Rihanna's Pumas sold out. Yeah, pop singer Rihanna released a line of shoes that uh, crashed Pumas' website. Yep, the thick-soled shoes sold out within an hour of being launched online. But if you weren't able to get your hands or uh, feet on them, not to worry. A spokesperson for the company says that uh, the sneakers will be available at some Puma stores along with some other retailers. But uh, once they're gone, they're gone. Well, it's a tag team of epic proportions. Billionaire Peter Thiel, you may remember him as the co-founder of PayPal and also one of the early investors of Facebook, teaming up with uh, wrestling superstar Hulk Hogan, apparently, and uh, funding his fight in court against the website. Remember a couple of years back, Gawker had posted a video of the Hulkster, shall we say, in an intimate moment that was published on the site, and uh, a judge awarded a $140 million penalty against Gawker due to that video, and uh, Gawker is is uh, looking to sell itself due to the financial burden that's been put on the company from the recent lawsuits. And an energy and water spending bill was blocked in the House Thursday, partly due to the inclusion of a Democratic amendment to prevent discrimination against lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people. The House voted 305 to 112 against the Energy and Water Development Appropriations Act, which provides $37.5 billion in funding for the Department of Energy and Government Water Programs. The vote against the underlying bill came following the inclusion of an amendment that would effectively prohibit federal contractors from discriminating against members of the LGBT community. And in honor of our man Bodie and his sworn frenemy Johnny Utah, we looked up the swankest surfing resorts. We found an article in Forbes from a couple of years ago listing the top luxury surfing destination. Well, there's the Ritz-Carlton overlooking SoCal Salt Creek Beach. There's the Roundhouse in Barbados at an area known to surfers as the Soup Bowl. And there's even a colder weather spot at the Long Beach Lodge Resort on British Columbia's Vancouver Island. Now, for us noobs, it may seem silly to head north for a surfication, but the 50-year storm at the end of Point Break, supposedly Bell's Beach in Australia, was actually filmed in Oregon. All those uh, spots may be nice, but of all the locations listed by Forbes, we'll take uh, the Four Seasons in Maui. (laughs) You just can't beat Hawaii. Thanks, everybody. This has been Offbeat Wall Street. And if you like the show, please go to iTunes and subscribe. And while you're there, go ahead and rate and review the show. Good ratings help other people discover the show, so it's very helpful. Also, let all of your friends know. And if you don't have any friends, hey, uh, we'll help you find some. Also, check out our website at offbeatwallstreet.com. We're still in the process of ramping it up, so the paint's a little sticky, the wallpaper not all quite up yet, but hey, we're going to get some stuff up there real soon. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Offbeat. 
Beat Wall Street. That's street like ST, like you see on the street signs. And a special thanks to our good friends at RTT News. They provide a lot of the news and stats that we use on the show. And if you want up-to-date info on the markets, hey, check them out, rttnews.com. Until next week, remember, surfing's the source, man. Vaya con Dios.